0: hello everybody your world you're listening to the uh, woodworkers podcast i'm ben brunick of chalkstone woodworking in yankton south dakota and i'm joined with philip morley uh phil morley furniture uh, out of wimberley texas and ramon valdez of ramon valdez fine furniture out of bloomfield new mexico uh, how are you guys doing good hey, hey. Hello. Okay. <laughs> we're having a little bit of a rough start we had a couple of a couple of uh, oh, and stops here, but <laughs> but we're getting going. Um, <laughs> uh, all good, Yeah, it's all good, all good. All right, so uh, so Phil, what do you what have
1: you been working on? I've been watching on Instagram, so I was I was uh Roy, you were gonna ask me that, so I pulled up Instagram so I can see what I'm working see what you, on. you know, so, as soon as I leave my shop, I forget. Um, <laughs> So it's been a couple of weeks, so still working on the desk, um, the big executive desk, but I don't just work on that solely, uh, unfortunately, but making good progress on it and uh, pretty much got all the side assembly, like the sub-assemblies made, uh, ready to go, to glued up, and now I'm concentrating on the top. Uh, so it's going to have the brass inlay and, and the th- uh, three flush panels. Also, taking on a uh, a lady who comes to the shop and works when she can.
2: Oh, yeah, I saw that.
1: Yeah, she, mm-hmm. Amanda, she's very talented, was a student of mine. Um, she also works for Brandon Birdall Sawmills, a uh, local company next to me. But she comes out weekends and whenever she can. So that's great. Get some extra help. And she's picking up on some gum pistol boxes. Um so she's doing that and I'm also working on a bed which has to go out at the end of the month. So Oh yeah, you got a you got a heavy deadline on that one, yeah. Yeah, that has to go. But man, it's <laughs> it's gone. I mean it I've already got all the mortises. I forget how many mortises there are. There's like sixty two. Fifty two, did oh, I say? Did last time, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know there's a lot,
1: man. Um but at
2: least fifty two. At
1: least fifty two, yeah. And uh but they're, they're done. And so that. You know, I finished up the loose tenons, um, the mid panels, since they're so wide, uh, you know, they're over, I think they're 10 and a quarter inches, instead of doing, you know, traditional tenons there and trying to get that shoulder, you know, perfect all the way around, I just cut it to the shoulder length and did slip tenons um, on that, made made some like two inch by three eighth inch slip tenons and... And so that's that's done. So yeah, a lot of sanding and uh, it's coming together. And man, it's great to be able to kind of hand off something to Amanda and give her a little instruction. And and she's so uh, you know she's so new at it and just so excited and just really thankful to learn and uh, got a great attitude. So hopefully that works out. Continues working out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that bed looks pretty pretty crazy for you know just the the, the exotics. In it. Yeah, um, yeah, which is, seems like a change of pace for you.
1: It's pretty wild, yeah, it is. You know, I don't typically do a lot of exotic figured woods, and I, I it's been driving me crazy because I end up getting a banger, and it was one of those mistakes. I, you know, in my head, I was like, okay, the slats are five eighths, you know, and the lady kind of said she didn't have a quarter and she said she had four quarter, and I'm like, that's fine. And I went and picked out the four quarter, and then of course, she came out and said, hey, we do have a quarter, but in my head. I was thinking I don't need it, but I should have got eight quarter. You know, it was better material, and then I could have book matched the slats across the entire piece, sure. uh, which mm. I know that's how my mentor would have done. And what ended up happening, I had one figured board that made up the footboard, so all the slats on the footboard are pretty different from the slats on the headboard. And I, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of kicking myself a little bit. I know it's going to be okay. The client's going to be—it's
2: probably something that that only yes, you
1: I know, I know. It's just—it's—it's it's probably and, more pressure because my mentor, you know, is I'm doing it And the rest of us him. will notice now. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it looks great, you know. And I, part of me is like you see the footboard, you really see the headboard by the time you yeah, pick colors pillows up. and all that. on. So, mm-hmm. but anyhow, it's it's fun. It's the wood's yeah. although it's been challenging, but.
2: We're all going to notice that, and everyone listening, to yes, it now I know. Yeah. That. Leave a
1: comment, <laughs> Leave a comment. <laughs> rip me on it. But, but yeah, so good things. So, you didn't have any problem finding Babinga, huh? No problems, just it's right right at my local uh lumber yard. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, D- Dakota um lumber and plywood, I think is the name of the company, but but yeah, so. <laughs> How about how about you, Ben? You've been uh cranking those doors out, I see.
2: Oh uh, all those doors look fantastic.
1: That, yeah. That bit looks oh my goodness. Jeez, I want that I bit. I love that thing. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: yeah, that pretty I, I I I don't know. I I looked at I just looked online. You know, I was looking for something that would that would cut a little bit deeper. I've been trying to figure it's out Deeper. <laughs> <wanted to> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go with something that would that would um, put the tenon in um, a little bit more than, you know, than three, you know, the standard three inches. Oh, inched.
1: yeah, right, right, right. Um, so, at,
2: at some point, and I was kind of wondering about this, at some point, I mean, going deeper, at some point, uh, it doesn't really help,
1: right? Well, As, yeah. I mean, I know, like, when I started doing these doors, like guys that do doors, and when I went to school, it's all through mortise and tenons. Yeah. And you have, you have like true, like hardcore door makers, and they'll tell you, like, it's not a good door unless they're through tenons, haunched, haunched and through tenons and wedged. The haunch makes, you a lot of sense. But I think, too, it depends on the application and where it's going and how big it is and all that kind of stuff.
2: Stability. I mean, you got those doors that you're making are just super strong and stable and.
0: Oh, they just
1: look bombproof. Oh yeah, and well, and you did you did like a glue lamb, right? You did a an in veneer. Um, it's all quarter sawn, right?
0: Yeah, everything's quarter yeah, sawn. The, the tape core is is from is from flat sawn, but right, but you know, but you're rotating you, everything. So you did a rip and quarter. flip,
1: like rip it. And yeah,
0: flip rip it. and flip. Yeah, rip and flip, but but also um, you <clears> you you rip. Well, you don't just you. Let me see what what's the right term for that you rip it and you flip it but <laughs> but you um you also like intermix all of the all of the pieces, so you're not like you're not like just cutting one board and then flipping those pieces you're cutting on several boards and then you're trying to intermix oh. uh, amongst those boards so you're not putting any so if like one board has some inherent like um tension going one direction or another you're kind of offsetting everything everything's mixed and yeah it's just a it mix, makes mix crazy of uh, mm-hmm. of stuff that's, a, that's as stable
2: as you can get yeah, you know that's uh...
0: yeah and they're staying i mean those things are 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 straight um once they're glued up you know you got to be a little careful when you're gluing them up to not be gluing them up on something that that um you know, it that's put curved bow <laughs> that's putting a bow into them, yeah. Um, and
2: but, then you have a, a curved lamination, yeah, yeah, bent
0: lamination <laughs> door. That's a
2: good
1: that's
0: nice good. beam <laughs> going the wrong way. You'll have to make
2: your, your jams curved, <laughs> right yeah, <to> fit it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, once they once that core is made up, you know, over the joiner and through the planer, and then they're man, they're they're flat. it's um,
1: pretty amazing,
0: and they stay that way um which is nice because you know when it comes time for joinery it makes things so much easier you know everything nice and nice and flat and it doesn't you know it doesn't really change much so those those bits are how long
2: how long are they overall
0: well it's like i think it has a cutting depth of like four and three quarter wow Um, and so it's it's a half inch shank it's a uh, obviously yeah, it's a but the bit is five eighths inch in diameter. I think you can get them in three
2: quarters Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, that's a monster bit. Yeah, tool, yeah,
1: tools. Tools today. Um, stuff, that's uh, where I got it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And and uh, how uh, how much are you plunging at a time? Do you think?
0: You know, I'm just I'm going in and just going back and forth. You know, you kind of hear your router talking. Yeah, to you. you can you can feel it.
1: You know, <clears throat> yeah, you're just and, ramping it, right? Yeah,
0: I'm just back and forth, back and forth, and you know, steady pressure on the on the infeed. Right. Just um, you know, just kind of the normal fare as far as as far as um, man, that's really using, nice using a mortiser, um, but it works works great. Just when when I get I get to like the three and a half inch mark, then I have to slow down because the flute on that thing only goes back three and a half so it, it's what's pulling the chips out right so kind of get to that point and then you got to stop and vacuumate it out and then bonds
2: and then end grain is much harder and it cuts slightly different
0: oh yeah uh i mean it actually makes a different size mortise yes makes a different size mortise slightly yes it's
1: very slightly yeah i mean i don't even know if i there's... Well, that's why I usually you do slip tenons. You, you, I mean, I always fit it to the end grain. Correct. You know, and then it, 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 usually is not an issue. But I have, I've noticed that you know I'll have students trying to make their stock and they're doing it to a stall. And then it doesn't relate to their rails it's, it's either too tight or i can't remember which way it is but it's different you know and they're always yeah. they are always surprised di- you know so usually
2: slightly different
1: fit it to your rail, and then you may have to do a little fine tuning and then you're good to go but it is crazy how that that works a,
2: a good way to see it is on uh if you're using a domino oh, yeah you know you'll notice you'll notice one is tighter than the what's other. a domino
1: I'm just messing. (laughs) I've been getting people mad with that hashtag no domino. (laughs) Yeah,
2: and then and then you use it and and people are like, why don't you just use a biscuit router? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or dowels. dowels. (laughs) Yeah. Man, I'm gonna
1: you know, I'm gonna give me some of those bits though, those long bits, because that's pretty amazing. Um from uh from Tools Today. Uh you know, I've seen a A company, I'm trying to think of the name of the company. I can't think of their name. MLC? I'm not sure I'll make it up.
2: M M. I just got a catalog from them. M M M S
1: C. MSC? Yes. Yeah, they always send those catalogs out, right? Yes. All Uh kinds of stuff. But they reached out to me and they want to send me a. Originally, I was kind of thinking, why do I want that? But it it sounded like a router lift. I was like, okay. And then he sent me a message and said, it would be fantastic in your mortiser. And so, like you were saying, Ben, you just kind of plunge. It wouldn't work with those long bits, but you're just plunging and ramping as you go and just kind of steady pressure. Well, how this router lift works, it's all digital, and it has a display, like a, a, a tablet. And you basically, you zero it to the surface, the bit. You put the bit in, you zero it to the surface. And then, and I, I'm kind of guessing a little bit of how this works. And then you tell the computer the the final depth, so two inches, and then you can set it to ramp at you know eighth inch increments, and so you just you set it and you push your your you know your Y or whatever axis that is, you push it in, and then you 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 hit start, and it just starts doing it. So the router will start plunging itself wow. slowly, <laughs> and so you just go back and forth, back and forth, and it's just doing it. And then you hit uh you you zero it again, and it just brings the bit straight back. Uh, home it's
0: so you so you're having to press those you're having to press the button to get it to start just yeah just
1: button. one time you just press it once and then you just start going back and forth with the router table uh, that you know the um whatever access that is <laughs> the xy yeah xy yeah. so you eliminate one of those cuz you're already all the way to the plate and then you're just going you know back and forth left and right left and right and it's plunging by itself. That's fantastic. Yeah, it sounds interesting. They're gonna, they, well, they said they're going to send one out. I'm not sure if they're going to, but um, I'm looking forward to give that a go. That would be pretty, pretty sweet. Because sometimes when I do my tenons, if you're not careful, it will, the bit want to grab, and it will want to pull it into you. And so if you're doing a bunch mm-hmm. of them, it's sometimes you, you lose a little bit of focus, and it will wake you up pretty quick. It will grab trying to cut a lot you know and it just it'll scare you you're, you're pretty safe but it will scare you with this it will just ramp itself so you don't have to try to control the depth of cut you're doing which is yeah. pretty. that's
0: that makes sense yeah. so, but that's with with the with the tenon though oh on the mortises too On the mortises too but the tenons. so so do you do like the like the top side, and then and then move it, and then do the yeah. Side I, use of, I use a yeah, shim usually. Use a shim. Okay. Okay.
2: Which uh, which is which multi router are you using, Ben?
0: Say that again.
2: The 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 mortiser that you're J- using JDS.
0: Which? It's a oh it is it's JDS. It's a multi router from JDS. It's yeah.
2: Like... I looked at those for a while, and I, I never did it, and I, I really wish I did, but it just seemed like you, just well just. Very strong, uh, and oh, no. uh, I sure could use one of those. They're
0: fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: They, uh, I I got one. I got this one. I got it off of Craigslist. Like,
2: yeah, I, I read you a couple. Years uh, or I
0: I saw your comment to
2: somebody about that. Yeah, I used one at a school up at uh, Anderson Ranch, and it was uh, it was fantastic.
0: They're 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 wonderful. They're they're fantastic at making at making mortises. Right. They're, they're not. <laughs> They're not stupendous at making tenons, unless you spend um,
1: another thousand dollars and get that Australian.
0: Yeah, uh, if you got that, they would be fantastic. So it's so it'd be like the Lee, the FMT yes. jig, and and I really thought about doing it. Uh, still think about about getting those. It's just. Man,
1: I've, I've I've had
0: so much money go out the door.
1: Right. Well, that's about you'll be about six grand into that machine. Is that right? You know because like so, Ben. Oh. I mean, I spoke to you. Uh, I don't know about a year ago. You're the one that set me on the uh, the FMT, uh, the Lee FMT, yeah. which I love. It's a fantastic machine. I, I think that thing's a dynamite. It really is, you know, and it works. Just, just jig, throw the um it. yeah jig, throw the, the manual out the window. Just get rid of it. And and then, you know, it's it's just – it works so well. And it it works like how my mind works. And that, same with a slot mortiser, any slot mortiser, um It's just all about that center mark, and that's it. And yep. it's just it, – it's so fancy. It's a great
2: – And in,
1: indexing everything. One face, one face, yeah, reference yeah. faces and center marks. Oh.
2: I liked your idea with the tape, Ben. Oh. Putting, putting the tape on one side and that
1: – Yeah, that so you just yeah, but just
2: easy to keep track of sure. and you see it. And
1: sure. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Those mm-hmm. parts are
0: man. Those parts. I was I was just doing that this afternoon. um Where I was, you know, after I after I mortise in those parts and get everything to fit, then I've got to do the um oh the 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 rabbit or the rebate um for the for the panels to sit into. So I've got you know I've got to do you know the styles and the rails. I've got to put that that rabbit in them and then on the rails i've got to do the you know the whatever that that small um rabbit that is the is the negative of the you know of the real rabbit Just on like, the mm-hmm. end grain yeah on the end yeah. grain yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah okay, so, it's kind of like it, what, so what kind of a little bit yeah it's like a it, yeah it acts
2: it acts like a haunch a little bit yeah that's strong
0: yeah but what kind of panels are you putting what am i putting in there for panels that yeah the top one is is a thermal pane of glass um so oh which is so why they're
2: built like that so you can have a yeah a door
0: a glass stop. yeah so it's a so it's glass on the on the on above and then it's a panel down below but i wanted to make it so that i could take that panel out uh, so that you could take it out so you know in case something were to happen with the panel you know you can take the dumb thing out and you're not worry about you know creating something that's that's trapped in place i Mm. just if if the glass has got to be able to come in and out i might as well make the whole thing that way right Um, Right. and then use the same um because there's there's molding there's like a a made molding that has to go around those uh, that frame out that opening then there's a there's a cross brace that goes through the center of the panel on the bottom and then there's these all oh, these little cross braces at the top of the window that are come down at 45 oh i saw your
1: are... uh, sketch up
0: yeah, yeah yeah so that stuff still needs to be applied and so that'll be um that'll be applied on the on the outside it'll be that that molding will be um rabbited on the outside and it'll be a full size on the inside which will take up the 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 um extra part of the rabbit i don't know it's, it's just... a ton of work right <laughs> <laughs> it is a ton of work and it's you know it's um but it's it's uh, yeah, the, the one really cool thing about it, it's really interesting yeah. you know it's fun to, it's fun to goals uh,
1: are fun with...
0: yeah yeah it's it's it'll, it's a fun project and there and i've kind of gotten to the point now where I've gotten, you know, I got these tenons behind me, and th- and that was an unknown. I was like, man, I think this is going to work. You know, I got that bit. I had never seen anybody use that.
2: I bet their their bit sales will go up um, because that's just a beautiful... Yeah, I'm telling that's you. That's always been a problem yeah. with with um, tenon or uh, mortise depth is trying to find a bit that would go deep enough.
1: Well, you know, the, yeah. the thing yeah. like...
2: And the, and the diameter. Well, the
1: diameter, and then you can go whatever width you want. You know, I True. mean, mm-hmm. I know there's a limit, but it's pretty freaking wide on that uh, JDS. So when I built, I built five doors and I went ahead and th- the fifth one was for me. I was like, I'm going to make me a front entry door out of mahogany. And it was all, it was just all solid, solid wood stuff. And I did intricate tenons on it. But the reason I ended up doing that, I kind of debated back and forth with the domino and I was going to buy the bigger domino. And it was really, my, it was my mentor. He's like, you know, I think it would work. It would be okay you could double them up you know like on top and bottom but by the time you could set up and stuff but by the time you do all that i i've really felt that the way i did it was faster anyway um it's just kind of the, the method of doing it it just made sense to me and I, and and but if i had thought about getting that bit i would have probably done it because what was bothering me is with the domino I can't remember how wide it goes but it's not very wide it does go deep but I was wanting some width to get some real nice glue surface without mm-hmm. having to do you know three or four of them at a time type thing but man I'm I'm going to buy that bit for sure those are fantastic and they do they go up to three quarter inch
0: they go up to three quarter you can only and you can only use those things and they've got warnings on the thing you know you can only use them in a, in a mortiser you know yeah. you can't use them you can't use, it. you oh, know, like on the
1: F- it on the. F- you can't use it on the FMT, you know. Um, they don't. They you don't come with a quarter inch <laughs> It's bigger than the FMT.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it, you know the, those plunge routers don't have enough plunge. Travel. Yeah. You know, that, thing, that thing's, you know, it's got to hang down below the below the router. <laughs> yeah. I just freehand. Free, yeah. <laughs> Free.
1: Well, you're talking, about, you're talking about freehand. I had a, a student that he came up. He was a special topic student who meant to kind of know what they're doing by now. Um, and he came up to me and asked, he said, hey, I'm going to do these mortises. And I was like, okay, yeah, so you're going to get your fence. You know, you could just freehand to the line. And, I, you know, I said freehand to the line, meaning don't set up stops. And I go back there oh, and he's right. shown me. A few of the mortises, and I'm like, "Man, you had a little trouble, huh?" And I, I, I continue looking at them. And I'm like, "Whoa, what the heck?" And I asked him. I said, "I free-handed. said, what did you do? Like, how did you do this? Like, talk me through it." And he just picks up the router. And I'm like, "Well, where's your fence?" And he goes, "What fence?" He freehanded it. And I just started laughing. I told him, I said, "Man, I tell you what, that's pretty impressive for freehand." I said I'm glad you didn't that have an is accident great. but I said I don't think I could do it that well he goes well it was kind of tough Ugh. I was like I wanted to slap him but, but I'll he's get, such a nice guy I'll get better at it free hand. I, you gotta so be great. careful when you're teaching him like, he's like you said free oh, hand yeah. I was like,
2: oh, it shit, took you literally
1: man <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Oh, I know they nice. were all over the place but he's such a nice guy He he's just he's learned and he's He's not going to do that again and no, he started laughing. No. as soon as i showed him i was like the fence Guess what fence i pulled out a fence and he's like that would have been easier
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah if you don't know you yeah, don't know, I know. Right? <laughs> yes so and i i'm i'm sure those bits are sharpenable yeah
0: i i don't know i don't know if I mean, they change change the diameter sure they, slightly I'm but sure i do if that would matter i'm sure they probably are and you know if you change the diameter it wouldn't matter because because uh-uh. you're going to use it on just both. with the radius but that but, doesn't matter that much well it, i mean you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna route into you know well i mean the, the stock the, like the when you make your stock oh for the for the tenon? yeah so
1: if you use a three quarter inch and you, then you make your tenant stock you use a three eighth inch three eight i mean it doesn't matter that much right i mean no. you just leave a yeah. gap so what <laughs> You know what
2: drives me crazy on on sharpening. Speaking of sharpening, when it, when you have a flush cut bit with a with a done. bearing and you get it sharpened, then that's it's, it's not, not flush, flush cut, cut anymore.
0: <laughs> no, it's a, it's a
1: step yeah. cut. Then <laughs> <It's> someone, someone <laughs> asked me that. I, I had this big flush trim bit um, made by Whiteside, a compression bit, and I think about yeah, one hundred and eighty dollars or something like that. And money yeah. well spent. But, uh, yeah, a few people did say, hey, so can you get that sharpened? I'm like, mm, you can, but it's not going to be flush trim.
2: <laughs> nope. So I I have that, uh, what's it called, the one? Uh, the Big, big Daddy, daddy yeah. Uh, and I, I can't find who will sharpen that. Do you, do you guys know? No. I, I mean, I know it won't be a flush cut right. anymore, but that's. I don't. I don't know who will sharpen it. If you're using it for a pattern, you could still be okay without it
0: being quite, right, quite right, a flush right. cut. Right, right, how have you liked that, Ramon? I, uh, I've got that, I've got that too, and I it,
2: it was it was great at first. You know, yeah. I was I was cutting maple. I did I did uh seven maple chairs and two walnut chairs, and so that's quite a few parts. You know, for a pattern bit, sure. you know, four four sides or you know, really six right. uh, facets of each component, but so there was a lot of parts and um it was tired by the end of that
0: <laughs> yeah it, and, and from
2: what i had read and seen on on, on the inter- internet it, it seemed like it was you know much better i was i liked it but it, i think i expected how much did that some, cost did i think it was 150 yeah i kind of, I'm kind of the same
1: way about the one i got um, I ran three cadenza those wavy door cadenzas. Oh, and some yeah. reason That's I've a never lot. seen this before. Walnut usually cuts like a dream. Planing even when I planed like, it, there was there's something like it. I don't, I'm guessing it like sucks something out of the ground where it grew and like some it was it was just chipping everything. It was like just Dull in the blades. It was, it was mm. the weirdest thing. I've never had that happen before. But this batch of walnut gave me help. So after all of that cutting, um, it, I mean, it's not. You can. It's 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 pretty dull. I mean, it's not dull, but you can kind of tell. You're like, okay. But when I first used, it, I was like, oh man, this is beautiful. But it did not last long. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of parts, though. You know. True. But uh, I'm excited about the uh, the the big daddy. Um, what is that name of that bit? tools today sent me a um, set that up. it's huh? that uh, the one yeah, with the insert, insert cutters cutler, the yeah. those those are those those make yeah, sense I'm,
2: if you don't have a, a, a real small inside yes. radius which was yeah. my problem is why I went with the big dad, right I should have saved my money and, and went with the insert well cutters. and
1: it's like <clears> you said like the, the steps I'm doing on this um on this bed this guy wouldn't work it, it it just wouldn't do it, um, because it's a three-quarter inch radius, and this thing's like mm-hmm. I don't know what it is,
2: two, two inch, inch or two something.
1: Plus. That's
2: pretty big. But um, yeah. but you know the,
1: the problem is I I need to get a new shaft for my Minimax and I just can't figure out. I Haven't really spent much time, but where I can buy one, um, it's I got this, the right diameter, uh, inch and a quarter, but it's too short. Uh, so it's kind of, yeah, so I'm uh. kind of like, dang it. I've been itching to use it. But I need to figure out where to get a new shaft speaking of which
2: I got my uh, A341 um, planer joiner finally set up and running wired and dust collection no. that thing has the attachment for, uh, for so, um, a mortar. yeah it. left hand uh, cut bits yeah I need to find somebody that has one and just to get their opinion uh, I don't even know what that thing would run but it's probably not cheap
1: oh the but, uh, it didn't come with the attachment
2: n- no okay. no it's just Prepped for it, basically. Yeah, man,
1: you need to. get, they only get, get it, it though. It's I. That's what I have on mind.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about because yours yours
0: had had that uh, when you bought
1: that, it, right?
2: So do you have to get
1: cable and everything,
0: Ramon?
2: Uh, no, there's no no. It just it has mounts. the. Uh, it's just yeah. It's just it's prepped it's, it's for. It's got it, the holes. You know? Yeah. The it's holes. A, yeah, it'll bolt on
0: there, and then the whole table system mm-hmm. and and the bit. I mean, and the and the chuck um and right everything. so yep. do you know do you know what that do you know what that aftermarket i mean do or not aftermarket but do you know what that that thing runs i don't and, I, um, I have yeah. no idea I, it's probably not mine mine came I'm with have,
1: it um
0: yeah need to find out what that is going to cost yeah <laughs> because because you might be a, you might be able to find something you know that's a that's a standalone oh that is yeah that's... as much or you know or, or comparable but then you then you can use right hand bits and you can use um, the left hands i don't know it might
2: be hard to find
1: no not easy just like because it's C. it's limited you though right? like yeah. it, you're putting that, that a bit in there
2: <laughs> i bet it'd be cheaper to find a, a standalone than i mean because you know hammer and felder i mean hammers are the low line of, you know they're entry level i'd say but it's um they're 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 proud of right it. So but I, I love I it, bet I you mean, it probably I, if... the only reason I got this A341 is because that K3 winner that sliding table saw is a dream to use it's so accurate That's nice. cutting parts it's just it's. I love it I I check it all the time you know for square and it's like and in, in, you know using the cross cut slider you know cutting parts to length off that and I take it off and I'll do something else and I'll put it back on and check it it's it's dead on every time so the accuracy is, is really it's just makes it a pleasure oh, yeah. to use and that's why I I you know, I pulled the trigger on this A three forty one. So That's pretty nice.
1: Yeah, so that's what you've been up to in your shop.
2: That's what I've been doing, yeah. That uh, <laughs> and I was a little disappointed. I thought those inserts might be a standard twelve millimeter square. They're not. They're thirteen point eight. So they're probably exclusive yeah. to camera. <laughs> <Yeah, Armor>. Probably <laughs> so you have to buy from right. it. So I was thinking about making a little box and a little you know, like a change box right by my machine. So every time I use it, I'll put a few dollars. There you in go. There. <laughs> <So that laughs> when I need new inserts, I'll have, I'll have, have cash. to cash
1: for it. That's pretty awesome.
2: Yes. Yeah. Nice. Now I've been doing that. And I, my, um, my Veritas shooting plane finally came in. I ordered that in November. Oh, wow. And they've had a big back order. Um, really? I was talking to a guy up there and he said, uh, Instagram and social media in general has, has upped their sales and everything, especially hand hand tools, hand planes, and so I, I thought that was interesting. So I I had you know kind of forgot about it, and uh, it came in and it uh, is beautiful and uh, uh, dull right out of the box. <laughs>
1: the dull? Did you say?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're dull. Well, I mean they're sharp, but right. they're not honed. I should say they're not sharp enough. So huh? yesterday evening I I got out all my hand planes, all my chisels, and I just spent a bunch of time just getting everything nice and sharp that's a good that's a good feeling
1: right
2: yeah it goes pretty good once you get in the groove and just do it all you know
1: i thought you posted that on instagram but i don't see it i thought you had a picture of like the new the new shooter and and you sharpen it
2: uh no i actually i i had bought that uh tico vote shooting board have you guys seen that yeah 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 oh my gosh it's fantastic He's a cool cat too, man. Tico is awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude. like him a lot. I, I used I used his board with a um with my my Lee Nielsen sixty two, okay. and it worked pretty Exclusive. good. But, you know, did you do
1: did you do a story on it? Oh, man, I'm thinking of someone else, I guess. Jeez,
2: uh, I I did a story on sharpening. Okay. Yeah, last uh, night. That's, what, I'm that's what it was. Okay, I had all those planes in my. Actually, I didn't even have my chisels right. out. And, uh, I, I had already finished. That's them, pretty awesome. Yeah, just I, you know, I just grind everything on my Tormac, and then I just hone on um, some float glass, and then uh, eight thousand water, water, stone, and I'm done.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's, I got I, I've got to do a whole bunch of sharpening because I haven't I haven't had my sharpening stuff since like I want to say it was like February, mm-hmm. and I just I just got it all back in the mail.
2: This is a kind of like the really first time that I've actually set up a a session to sharpen and when I set up my garage I I put in a shop sink and some counters and my Tormek is on a on a lower uh table you know at the recommended height and everything and man what a dream it is to use uh right there with a the shop sink you know you yeah. can you can get water where you know because what water goes all over right, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a right. Sloth. <laughs> yeah. so yeah it was it was uh, actually made it way more enjoyable because, to be honest with you, I don't care for sharpening. Right, <laughs> I don't
1: do it enough. I know that. I don't have. I don't you should. Know.
2: You should show your new chick how to sharpen. Yeah, so
1: you well, I should. It. I've, <laughs> I've got a joiner that needs sharpening so bad it's not even funny. My uh, my eight-inch grizzly, it's in the...
2: that. Tormek works pretty good for that. I, I've used. I used my Tormek for. My plane. The only thing and, I didn't um,
1: like about it, but this is when I was a, um, this is when I had like, you know, 20 plane uh, machines to do and I was sharpening it myself, is it's so freaking slow. And so I ended up using a, it's a great machine um, and I plan to get one one day just for my own shop.
2: Oh, you mean the torment was slow? Yeah,
1: like when you have a lot of blades to do, I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. this is going to take me forever. And I know, I know well, the whole reasoning for that, but I end up just getting a low yeah. speed, which is, you know, a fast speed grinder compared to a Tormart. Um, and went with if you roughen up the stone it, it makes it right, difference. right. Yeah, I, I had this little diamond plate stuff and, and it it was great. It did a fantastic job, but when I had to just get get it done, it just took me way too long. Um but mm. it's a nice machine. I would like one for just my shop. Yeah
2: I I feel blessed. Every time you you know, you look at their site they've got an upgraded version.
1: Yeah. Right, right.
2: <laughs> so mine's already a diagnosis. Yeah,
1: right. No, <laughs> I just no got kidding. it. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh so talking about sharpening, um, I know you guys kind of mentioned about talking a little bit about sanding. Um that's probably a good seg- segue into you know, into sanding. Do you guys not sand? Do you just use hand tools? <laughs> hand planes. I, I wish
2: I could do that. I, I sand, and I, I'm that weird guy that uses Oh, a that's belt right. <laughs>
1: you use yeah. a
2: freaking belt sander. Dang right. <laughs> I remember when I went to uh, Anderson Ranch, and I think I told you guys this story about everybody had to sand this board. It was kind of this project that, that sand this board. I went and got a belt sander, and I put a 150 grid on it, and I started sanding, and all these people were like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sanding. <laughs> You know, and everybody was sanding by hand, and that's a lot. But yeah, I've I've just I I use a belt sander. I use, you know, veneers. I uh, those chairs I did, they were uh it was commercial veneer on parts of it, and some of it is I don't know what one forty second of an inch and on the crest rails specifically they're curved right right and they had marquetry on them and i sanded those flush with uh,
1: a curved platinum Uh on my belt (laughs) sand
2: i got got a lot of dms and some a little bit of hate mail on Uh, that one
1: well it just (laughs) takes that takes a lot of skill i mean
2: so people are like what are you doing like well Hey, if it works, it right. works. I mean, sure, might be weird, but
0: it's probably it's probably not the best place to learn how to do it.
1: No. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't just go pick it up and do it on a nice marquetry veneer work for your first time.
2: Right. Tell your
1: student just just freehand, just free-hand it. it. You're yeah. good. you to go. <laughs> free-hand. Free-hand. Oh. Jeez, boy, that tears some stuff up. I would tear some stuff up. Perfect. You know, it's but uh, yeah. I mean, I'm people like to tease me but man i love uh, yeah i have to sand i have two shop made big sanding machines that just make my life so that, much That uh
2: that sander of yours uh what do you call that thing with uh...
1: the i got the two of them i got the stroke sander yeah, the and stroke i got the sanders. edge sander i used yeah. one of
2: those probably i don't know 20 years ago that thing Red. was fantastic and you oh, don't man. see them very often it's kind of kind of weird
1: you don't, I don't know well, why I think part probably wide belt sanders. Oh, okay. Um,
2: That's yeah. That's probably you know.
1: And th- th- but the deal is too. Like I know a lot of guys that do high end furniture, and they have wide belt sanders and they finish it on the stroke sander. Mm-hmm. It's because they just get a better, uh, you know, sh- cut on the stroke sander, and it'd be just a, f- it'd be the final sanding. But you know, yeah, I don't have, I don't have the power or the room or the money. <laughs> for a big uh <laughs> Y belt sander. I would like to get if I I used to have uh in Florida, I had a it, it was a Grizzly kinda it looked just like the uh uh what Minimax op- no, it wasn't open end, it was like a twenty four inch uh, Grizzly. Well, and it, like a drum sander? But no, it was a belt sander. Oh, oh, okay. Smaller one. Yeah. And it was fantastic. That probably worked pretty good.
2: Anything with a platen is gonna work better than a drum, yes, drum sander.
1: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I have a drum sander. And my drum sander is just set up with, like, I think it's got 60 and 80. Coupe. Yeah, that's
2: what I do. That's about all I use it for. And it's for
1: veneers. Shop some veneers. Yep. <laughs> just going through there. And it's fantastic. And I love it for that. You know, it gets it to where I can glue it down. It's plywood consistent. Thickness. Yep. Yep. It's it's just, it's yeah, I love it. And then the stroke sander. I mean that thing. It's it's amazing. How about and you? It's the same kind of deal. You get used to it, right? If you give someone a veneer panel, some pattern, some marquetry, whatever, they've never used one before, they're gonna tear the crap out of it. <laughs> it's just like a belt, using a belt sander. But once you get used to yeah. it, it's pretty amazing.
2: How about finish sanding, like um, like a with a dual action? I mean, what do you use for that?
1: Uh, for like, well, so. I used to do it all by hand um, and it's probably been a couple years maybe now. My mentor who never had an orbital sander in his shop calls me and he's like, come over and just tell me if my eyes have not just gone to crap because I'm sanding with 320 conversion varnish, the first coat, with a Festool orbital sander. I I can't remember I'm no good at remembering the names, but it's like a lower profile I think it's a five-inch disc. Um, it's like six hundred bucks, but mm-hmm. it is fantastic. It's the it's the best sander I've ever used. Yeah, I've heard and nothing so good about it. Those. I use that now. Oh, oh man! So what? What, if,
0: what Phil Phil say, say that again because you were breaking up on on oh, mice. My...
1: Sorry, it's the um, it's the orbital sander by Festool. I can't remember the name. It's not the the real aggressive one. It's the kind of finishing sander. Um, and it's, I think it's a five inch. So you went ahead and pulled
2: the trigger and got one of those, huh? Uh,
1: yeah, I went and got one of those. I borrowed his uh, to actually give it for the doors I, I was making, and I mean, it's amazing. The finish quality on it was just unbelievable. I've heard they're good. Have you ever used? Yeah. Have either one of
2: you have used a, a Dynabraid an air sander? Yeah. Yes,
1: well, that's that's what I had before with a big compressor. But um, this
2: this outshines that, yeah.
1: Yeah I I think so. Um, Cuz that you don't have to, have to
2: have is a Dyna-Braid.
1: Right. No those are fantastic, but it need a big ass compressor.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: lot of a lot of CFM. It movement. does.
0: They do use a lot of air.
1: Can like you fit 15? Yeah. yeah.
0: Can you get away with those without getting pigtails, man? I just I've gotten to the point where I don't even I don't even use a a, a power sander. Just because of just because of pigtails. I, uh, well, well try the, to the if you orville, try to festival
1: one. Yeah. Well I've
0: got I've got the little the one that they sold, I don't know, was it like a year, two years ago where that was um is it the one I E I don't know what the heck it is. It's got a real small So they make a they uh, make a three well, Dynabraid Braid makes a three
2: thirty seconds orbit, which is for finer yep. sanding and then the three sixteenth orbit. Which is actually what I use, but I I finish sand by hand with the grain, yeah. with one grit up from what I used on the braid. and that gets rid so of any you, swirl. So, ex, so explain that again. So if you if you sand it up to say 220 on the Dynabrade, yeah, you and then back. my next grit, if I was going to go 320, I would do that by
0: hand. Oh, so you would you would just jump the next? Yeah. Okay. See, so you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't go backwards mm-hmm. to. Okay, and that gets yeah. that
2: gets the swirls out, and and really, I mean, if if you look at the light and use a pencil, you know, low raking light angle, and we know all that, you'll see a, the swirls. And usually, a swirl is caused by something on Debris. your paper yeah. or a tiny yeah. little tear in your paper or something yeah. like that.
1: I, well, that's the thing with the Fest tool that I like, and I I think you're you're on, you know right on because it's got the vacuum and it's, it just takes away all the dust. Yeah. Like right at the source and it makes the sandpaper last forever. Mm, huge like, I remember thinking that sandpaper was so expensive. I was like, I, I, I'm not going through it fast at all. Now, I think depending on the application and what you're doing, there, there's definitely times where I'm like, no, I need to finish it by hand. Right. Um, but I have been impressed where I've, I'll finish by hand kind of like what you're saying raymond um i, I usually if i if i've sanded 220 then i will go back by hand 220 then go to 320 mm-hmm. but once i get the first layer of spray down i actually started sanding the, the first coat with the orbital sander right and i mean the only time you see sank is if if you've got an issue of your paper but it's it's I, I'm having a hard time seeing it. It looks fantastic. I think
2: quality of paper is going to make a, a big difference too. And you know, when it comes to sandpaper, I think it's cheap in in terms of the cost of what you're building. And I change right. it out all the time. Belts, I change. Yeah, no, deck. I do too. Yeah. I don't. I don't. You know, use that thing to the end. I know some guys just kill their sandpaper and then wonder why. Right. They have... Well,
1: and then they but they spend more time working the. the... Overworking the piece because the sandpaper's dope. yeah,
2: and not only that, you'll get um, you know different um, you know where you where you start with new paper is going to look different than when you have something that's been
1: on there for right. thirty minutes. It's not cut. It's not cutting the same. Right. Right. Quick. You know,
2: frequent and
0: all right. Well, we we had a, a little bit of technical difficulty. Um, Ramon was was breaking up. Um, we were joking that he was using his. Um, uh, his, his little wayne <laughs> microphone uh, in a synthesized voice so we, we we cut the we cut the podcast off last night and now it's the now it's the next day and um, we're just uh gonna continue on as if as if nothing happened well except <laughs> right. except that Phil had a chance to go and look at
1: his sander, and, and so he can tell us. He can now tell us what what that what sander that is. So I, I thought my description was perfect of it. It's the festal thingy, my That's Bubby right. sander. Yeah. That's a lot better name than make come up with. The green one. So <laughs> it's the a... the green, yeah, black and green, and it costs a lot of money. <laughs> um, so it is. I've, I've got the number, and I'll just read out the entire number. But I don't. I think people refer to it as the one twenty five. Sure. Uh, it's the brushless, but it's it's on head the model number is the it's ETS E C one twenty-five-three EQ. Rolls up, but I'm pretty sure it's yeah, rolls off the tongue, right? <laughs> but it's really nice and I don't know what the heck the number on the top of the thing is, um, but it's got like a number three. Like right on the top of it, like a big three.
0: Really?
1: Uh, I have no idea what that is. It might refer to the the actual orbit or something, like three thirty second. I don't know. Maybe
2: three a... millimeter orbit or something. Maybe is, is yeah. That five
1: inch or not? it's probably metric. It but... it is, I believe. Yeah, it's a five yeah. inch. In a wood shop, you think I would have a tape measure? <laughs> you know, the problem is I bought all those magnetic tape measures. And they end up just like migrating to one tool and just hanging out. <laughs> I've had them all over the shop, but <laughs> yeah, it's the five inch. Yeah, yeah so five inch. I've
0: got that. I've got the same one, except for the one that I've got was called like the Pro Five, uh, right. which was they, they had some like, oh, a year or two ago, they had some promo where they, they right. put oh, those. Oh, yeah, uh, I remember that. Cable yeah, cable but your, yours
1: is the, um yours is like a really tall one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the low, the profile. low profile one. Okay. Yeah, it's really it I mean for compared to yours this one's really low. It seems like
2: that would make it easier to control, yeah?
1: Yes, it's really but, nice. And that's why I've always liked the those um nomadic uh like the one you were talking about Ramon the what, what brand was the, Dynabraid,
2: the the Yeah,
1: I, so I have two of those um and I've used them but my compressor was never truly big enough for it so it would run the compressor a lot and then I would get oil and moisture Ooh, uh, issues yep. and yeah yep. so it, it it was a pain so this thing, what I like about this is it's not as low profile obviously uh, as the pneumatic ones but it, it's close and you really can get a good feel for it okay. mm-hmm. and also it's uh, verbal speed yeah. which originally I was like what do I want that? I'm not going to do any metal type stuff but it works great when you have profiles and you carefully want to sand that profile yeah, you, can slow it down. you can get pretty damn good you can slow it down and get you can get pretty good True. with it yeah um True. but yeah it's it's i love it it's fantastic and it's and it,
2: uh, the vacuum is it it sucks good
1: yeah <laughs> it sucks. oh yeah it, it sucks yeah. well it sucks. it sucks it sucks yeah no it's it's amazing i i don't have to wear my dust mask when i'm Absolutely. doing it yeah. nice thing
0: I, but, I, I i looked on mine and it it's a mine is i i'm guessing yours is too it's a two millimeter stroke you know mm. it's a real okay. small that's, that's tiny that's, that's pretty... the thing about yeah. those is, is that they're such a fine stroke they're they're really i mean they're a finish sander they're not something that you want to take yes. taken like to to remove material they're, they're you a, know what that's no, a good point and, and speaking of you know because i see a lot of guys um like on instagram
2: they'll be flushing up surfaces with a sander like that like a d.a sander and to me, um, a lot of those will just follow that contour, and they don't really flatten. I mean, they do a little bit, but that's right. why I like a belt sander with a platen. That platen, you have a nice right. four-inch by six-inch surface, and that'll really get everything flat. And it, then I go yeah. to a DA.
0: It's not. It's yeah. not going to
2: conform
0: to to a shape right, when you're right. trying. You know, when you're trying to flatten something, you don't want conformity. Correct. <laughs> when you're trying. No, you, want, no. you want the conformity so yeah like anything
1: well that's where that the stroke sander is the same kind of idea as the belt sander right? yes like, exactly it, anytime i have i mean it go again it depends on what what the heck it is but typically it's either go to my edge sander my stroke sander then to my bench and i'll finish it by hand um, but at that point it comes off the stroke sander 240 which is almost like a 400 grit it's so that's fine. pretty fine
2: on on that kind and, of a... and i
1: and i'll still finish it i don't know why I, I started realizing a while back i was wasting a lot of time uh, sanding i was like i'm going too far um and and trying to tackle too much by hand so that's why i invested in these machines making these machines because it it just saves a lot of time and the quality is fantastic once you once you learn how to use it, like anything. Have
2: you guys noticed on, um, like, on belt sanders, they have directional arrows, right? Yeah. I, I flip mine half, you know, when it, when the, when the, I feel like the belt is halfway used or or somewhere in there, you, you're just guessing. I flip it around and, yeah. and run it backwards. I don't, I've never had one
1: tear or anything. Thing.
2: And it seems to have a little bit more of, an, uh, of a cut because the yeah. abrasions are generally, you know, knocked off one direction, so to speak. Does that make sense yeah yeah and you get no, the fresh life I don't life know on if
1: it. it's yeah i mean i i've always done that too and i've always kind of in my head it made sense i'm not sure if i'm just telling myself that but it you know you'll you'll be using it and it's not cutting as uh, quick and then you flip it around and it seems to cut a lot faster yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't really get
2: those it, arrows because it,
1: it's not an overlap seam. I mean, it's a butt seam.
2: No. So if you overlap yeah. it, the direction diagonal is, is exactly the same direction. I would and think it doesn't seem wide. like would, it matters. I don't. Wouldn't I don't, it?
0: I, wouldn't it be the? Would it be the angle? You know, because those seams are always at an angle. They are, but right. if you flip it over, it's it's,
2: it's still it's, the same angle. It's still at an angle. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't think it. I don't think it really matters. It's probably more than anything. It's just so that they don't get like calls asking which way to put it on.
1: <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> right. There's an. Error. It is interesting, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm looking. I'm looking at mine, and yeah, the seams are angled, and it it doesn't matter if you flip it. Yeah, yeah and
2: the angles. A, it's the same angle. It's
0: those it same <laughs> angle. Yeah. Sure. Same direction. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't matter. I'm just, I, I wouldn't doubt that. That that that's actually the reason. It's just right so they, they don't have to field questions of people going you know which way to.
2: because even the big belts i mean they you know any old belts belt sanders older belts yeah uh, wide belts uh you know drum you know the not not drums but um we have a oh it's a it's an old i say we i don't work there anymore but when it, where i used to work they had a i think it was a 12 inch drum sander it's a old italian made and we get special belts made for that, and they're they have directional arrows,
1: directional, but too. It yeah. doesn't
2: matter, we, we flip them, and that's fine, and you get a little yeah. bit more life.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, knows? that's that's pretty wild, man. I'll tell you, like, I um, I have a lot of people ask me this definitely when I've shown more of my edge sander. You know, if one people you know they want to make one, and two, to to say, how can you justify making one if you're a professional furniture maker? You know, why don't you just go buy one? and what blows my mind and maybe I'm wrong you guys can tell me uh, if I am or if, you, if you've had a different experience but the reason I made is my mentor made this same one so he calls it a chairback back sander uh, Gary Weeks and company um, they're on Instagram sure. fantastic oh, yeah. uh, company fantastic family they live across the road from me oh really uh, they're, they're, I always joke they're my backup plan <laughs> like, if this doesn't continue working I'll, I'll get a job there but um they they've built several of them and actually the stroke sander i have is gary's uh he built it probably 25 30 years ago um and so he was getting rid of it and he's like hey you want this i was like hell yeah um and it's fantastic i love it but the edge sander the reason i ended up doing it was and i was trying to bend this i'm not sure if you were cut off by by this point roman um but i did a bunch of stool and i st- my typical fashion: all these parts to prep them. I'll you know sharpen up my number four, uh, and you know it's like one hit with it, a couple hits, and then I'll start with 220, 320, ease the edges, and then done. But it's 13 barstools, so it's a lot of parts, mm-hmm. and I I got through like one, and I was like, this is ridiculous, and, and finding some grain and stuff, and so I ended up just stopping and making this guy. And what's beautiful about it is it has a motor with a drive wheel and the end is just a drag it, it just it drags the belt around the end so you can change the end of the sander to any shape you want Yeah, um, and so I have like a basically it's almost flat at the end but it's a big radius mm-hmm. and so I can go across that end like go I can go across the joint the mortises Being careful, I can go take my part, go straight across the mortises and you know, plug my tenon in and it looks fantastic. I haven't I haven't bellied it out or domed it over or you know, the integrity of that joint is still perfect. And it just it saves so much time. And I have not found any company that makes one with a nice end like that. They're always like a five-inch drum, which which you can't stand. Anything on a five inch strong I mean, except a know, five inch, yeah,
2: except a two and a half inch you know? radius.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> in except. <the same laughs> that's it. Week, that's the only thing that work You know, maybe two and three so quarters. It, it took me a week to build, Um not maybe not even a week, but it saved me so much. That's time. a
2: beautiful machine. I I saw it, and I I can see the value in that because uh, you you know you you can change you can make your own platens essentially.
1: Yes. Yeah, and and this one is actually designed for my uh, crest rail of my rocking chair Mm -hmm. and so it it will it it's it's the same radius so i can just i'll band saw that out using my jig and then straight off the band saw it goes over there of an 80 grit or 60 grit and just a few minutes and it's done yeah that's beautiful That's pretty nice how much space so, so that that your edge
0: center and then and then your stroke center how much how much space in the shop do those
1: take up like how big are those machines they're pretty they're pretty big my shop is you know it's only 800 square feet so i had this little kick out which was a 12 yeah 12 by 6 and i was lucky enough that the stroke sander fit perfectly in there or else it would have been an issue but it so it's taken up every bit of 12 feet long yeah the strokes are always so long that's the, the big yeah this can do an eight foot Eight-foot stroke, eight-foot table. Um, And then the edge sander – I'm actually in the shop, so I'll measure it. It takes six feet, and then it'll come off the wall uh, by about, eh, you know,
0: like two and a half feet. Yeah, so so the edge sander – I think most people know what an edge sander is. An edge sander is basically just a belt that's running – um, and you you sand it you you sand it on the edge right I mean that's, right it's horizontal I guess um, but a stroke sander that's where the belt is running in a big loop and you're the the I'm just trying to explain it for people that maybe don't know what
1: they are yeah well and it's a, this one in particular this, they, they can be different right so like a commercial one the belt is being you know moved with a motor around a, a drum and it's just it's it's just spinning, and then you can a lot of times the table is stationary, and the entire belt with the motor moves. Um, I know a lot of the commercial ones are like that. This this one, the belt stays put, and the table and moves, right? moves. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's and and like, it goes up and down too. That that it raises up and down. That seems to be what
0: uh, what I would think I would prefer. I agree. That you can move it so the belt just stays in one spot, and you're you know between your your, your right hand or, or whichever hand is is putting pressure down on that on that platen, and, right? And then the, the other... one I
2: used years ago was like that the table move.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know like the newer, I think the mini max or um, I believe my mentors, the yeah the whole the whole head the whole belt unit it moves.
0: Okay. Which,
1: yeah, and that. and it's it moves and it also has the platen is attached to it on like an arm. You know, mine is very kind of almost ghetto it's it's just a handheld plan so you're putting your hand in there and you're pushing down which is probably uh i prefer a nice
0: way to control it you can feel yes
1: i prefer because you can feel it yeah you can
0: feel Uh, how much pressure you're pushing down you you can Mm. do a light touch or if you want something more you can you can throw some pressure to it
1: yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. i remember first time i used one of these was with my mentor uh my former mentor michael uh, colker and he, I'm pretty sure he tells the story different, but I'm pretty sure he asked me, "Have you used one of these before?" I'm pretty sure I said no, and being me, I just I went and did it, and I was fitting drawers, so these dovetail drawers, <laughs> and let's just say they came out a little bit sloppy. <laughs> um, did he it, it Did worked. he tell you to
2: just freehand it? <laughs> it?
1: Yeah, yeah. He said just freehand it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but you know, it's it's like anything. I mean, he would get it on there, and he could just within thousands you know he just get it perfect sure you know that's awesome. and after a while like you know i I got used to it but it it really is a nice machine so very cool all right on well
0: um i think we've i I think we're about at our time limit so yep all right maybe we should maybe we should wrap wrap this one up so ramon you want to you want to let us out
2: Yeah, that was a
0: fantastic show. Uh, Once again, thanks a ton for checking out another
2: fantastic and informative episode of Woodworkers Podcast. We absolutely appreciate it. If you have any questions, you can certainly shoot us an email. That's info at woodworkerspodcast.com. Also, we look forward to your input and feedback on the show, as well as suggestions on other topics for future shows. So, on behalf of Ben and Phil, I'm Ramon, and we'll see you on the next episode. Of Woodworkers Podcast. Ciao. Take care, guys. You too, man. Sounds good. See you later. Thanks.